0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. Yeah, everyone. Damn. Feeling inclusive should uh, feel a lot better than this, Mr. Andy, but it doesn't. Even Even Dookie? Yeah. Oh, man, he's been working his ass off. It's not always something I could say for Yoshi. Mind you, 12 years without a title, that would piss, that would deflate everyone uh in their in their job wouldn't it i've been here over a decade no belts like what the fuck but yeah doki works his ass off yeah we're all inclusive everyone welcome to the never open podcast we're open to everybody here you go yeah <laughs> i'm your host i'm luke and with me as always you have just heard his voice is mr andy and we'll be covering yeah, a few good. shows today i'll introduce you can talk in a minute i'll let me get this intro out we'll never all get right jesus it. christ all <laughs> right <laughs> So today we're covering uh, episode uh, one, I think, of Fighting Spirit Unleashed. I think last week it was called Road to Fighting Spirit Unleashed. That's the American show. But we're also covering the uh, first two nights of New Japan Road, as well as talking about some old matches right at the end. So uh, hello, Mr. Andy. How are you?
1: I'm good, man. I'm having a, a great weekend. It's uh, The weather's been beautiful here. This is traditionally like the last weekend of good weather in my area. So you get outside, you do some shit. I went fishing today. I didn't catch a goddamn thing, but I caught a good time.
0: How are you, Luke? I'm good. Uh, a little exhausted. I watched, uh, what was it, four wrestling shows on the weekend. And uh, <laughs> the good news is I only need to cover three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> we should start doing an AEW show now. But uh, yeah, uh, lots of wrestling. Uh, it was good. Yeah, good time. All that kind of stuff. We're still in lockdown, so can't really go out. Weather's getting nice and warm. So whilst we're getting uh, the shorts weather over here, you're you're probably going to get ready to rug up for the winter or something. So oh, I'll be
1: I'll be bitching up a storm here real soon. Like God damn <laughs> it's fucking. Fuck cold. What the hell? And you'll be like, yeah. man, it's so hot. So, I mean, but that's fine for me because at least during the winter, it's, you know, I can turn my heat on and you won't hear it on the recording. So, that's the one problem with summer here is that my air conditioner is so fucking loud that I can't use it during recording. So, it's like 80 degrees in here right now. And uh, nope, 81, 81 degrees. There we are.
0: I think everyone got a sense just to how hot uh, Australian summers can get. Uh, last year, because uh, yeah. we burned for the fucking whole thing, uh, which, yeah, we burned. Now there's a fucking outbreak. I'm like, oh, shit. Welcome to, to, welcome to 2020. All
1: yeah. right,
0: guys. Yes, life is messed up, but there is some fun shit, and that's, uh, that's New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is what we're here to talk about. But let's get some other shit out of the way. There are ways to contact us if you wish to. I'm over on the Twitters at... Grumpy 2-E-B, Mr. Andy, who should change his name forever to Mr. Andy, because I can't stop saying his name like that. I don't know why. Uh, he's uh, at Drusifer Tweets. Yes, I've only messed it up once in 12 episodes, but uh, I, I try not to forget ever again. I only need to learn my lesson once, Mr. Andy. And if you want to email email us, it's uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com, or if you want to tweet us, uh, not individually, but as a collective it's at uh, never open pod. And before we get to the main stuff, Mr Andy, I just want to announce our first contest winner. I know last week we said, hey, if you send uh, the never open pod a DM on uh, Twitter using I don't know whatever the fuck code I said last week, never as fuck or something like that, you'll win uh, maybe a sticker or a magnet or some some shit like that. And I just want to congratulate the one and only Master Watto. Now, I understand he's a very busy man, but we did manage to get him on the show just uh, for a few minutes. So I'm sorry to have kept you waiting, Master Watto. But uh, how did it feel uh, winning yourself some Never Open Pod merch, dude? Oh, man, I was so
1: excited. I mean, this is, of course, Master Wado from Japan. And, uh, you know, I do the wrestling and the kicking and the punching and all that. The spinning in the air. I do all that. And uh, I love the color blue. And, uh, you know, I I know you didn't have any blue stickers, but I did go with the sticker. That's what I got. And I already got it. And I put it on my little hand. You know, on that little thing. I got that, like, half glove. I got that I wave in the air before I do stuff. Uh, I got it on there. And, and you're going to see that. I'm going to represent your show because I love it so much because I am definitely Master Wado.
0: Well done, Master Wado. I'm glad you uh, you won yourself a sticker and you're putting that to good use. I did hear from Outback Tanahashi, uh, but, uh he, he was just like, oh, fuck, I forgot, mate. Sorry. No, no fucking stickers then, eh? Is it too late? Uh, and I said, uh, "Yeah, yeah, you missed out, Mister Tanner. So, uh, you know, maybe next week. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, we could continue the contest, and maybe,
1: and and this is this is Andy, by the way, Mister Andy. Um, you know, if, <sighs> if um if we have, if we continue the contest, so you can you can tweet as DM DM us. Uh, never as fuck." Um, and maybe next week we'll have another winner. And we're excited for all the people that uh that participated. I mean, thank you so much for listening and thank you. I I mean from the bottom of my heart, thank you for DMing us and trying to win the contest. Unfortunately, Master Wado won. Uh, you yeah. know, well, fortunately for us, but it, you know, I'm just saying thanks to everyone who participated because you're all so great and we're so happy with you.
0: Yeah. That's uh, I guess that's why I was saying that uh, no one wins jack shit because uh, I think most people are just happy to listen and just they just like Sh- shut up about giving me free shit. talk about new Japan already. <laughs> and, I don't know uh, what you mean, <laughs> so you can do that by the way, folks. Uh, DM the main or you can DM me or Drew's for, Drew's for tweets. Like, we'll make sure that if you one of those three tweety, tweety tweet handles if you dm one of us uh we will uh, hook you hook you up mind you if you dm me i'm pretty much just gonna say uh dm andy because like he's got all that <laughs> stuff so <laughs> hey i, I just want to put a rule out there
1: no dick pics okay no dick pics you know i just yeah. don't i don't i my inbox is full of those and i don't i don't need any more so no more dick pics okay you hear do you hear
0: that back backwoods Tanahashi? Oh yeah, mate. Um, look, you know, I just, I just thought I'm, I'm like the handsomest guy in wrestling. I thought maybe you just wanted a, a sneak peek.
1: It's very nice of you. Thank you so much. It's, it's very surprising how tan your dick is. I mean, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh Whee! fuck! That's funny. All right, guys, So there is some news, but it's all outdated news. Like, there's a Super Junior Tag League tournament, and you already know because we're going to cover that tonight. There's also a six-man never rematch, which you probably all already know, which is uh, Goto Ishii and Yoshihashi versus Okada, Yano, and Sho. And I think uh, that's happening because if you look at everyone else on, in New Japan, they're all fucking busy. They're all busy doing other feuds or... Fighting other people or in a little mini tournament for the super junior titles or something like that so everyone's so busy that there is no one to no one to fight for the six man never open tag titles except uh your own teammates in chaos so I, that's right.
1: kind of why that's why i don't really like those belts i to be honest with you is they they just they tie up people that i'd like to do doing other stuff like like i remember when ishii and yano were the tag champions and i was so mad because now Ishii can't have singles matches, you know what I mean? Although I did get to see him kind of do comedy stuff with Yano, which was fun. But like when you tie up Ishii in this kind of thing, ah, uh, eh, that kind of that kind of pisses me off a little bit. It makes me want to send dick pics to the, uh, you know, to
0: the um, a never open tweet thing. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, makes me want to want to do that too. I'll just Google <laughs> yeah. not, my, not my own dick. I'm just. Oh! just a... Other ones. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. And uh, Yes. Uh, so we also have uh, other old news, which everyone probably already knows, but Mr. Fred Rosser has joined New Japan Pro Wrestling America. Uh, long time. WWE fans will know Fred Rosser. He used to go by the name of Darren Young. So good for him. Uh, there's now, also. Look, yes? I, I, I have to cut you off here
1: because me and you – have a little disagreement about stuff like this, I think, and it's not always the same, it, it, you know, with different guys. But I've noticed that you kind of like it uh, sometimes when former WWE guys that are kind of washed up and don't really have a name anymore show up in other promotions. You kind of dig that, right?
0: Um, yeah, I think I'm the one of the few people excited that Matt Cardona is in AEW because I I just I know he's a big goof and I, I know he's not going to pull out five star classics or anything like that but I like the the, the dumb goofy love. <laughs> I can't help well, it. I think he's well, I think he's cool. <laughs> but well how do you feel about former
1: Darren Young showing up in New Japan? I mean to me that spot should go to someone else. There's so many young people out there that could take that spot. But we got this thirty-six-year-old getting his like eighth chance, and and granted, don't get me wrong, uh, don't get it mixed up. I love what he stands for as a person. However, as a wrestler, all I can think of is him and Titus O'Neil dancing. That's all I can think of.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, he didn't, never got really, he never really got used well, and I think he's at a place that'll probably be more friendly to him as a person. You know, and uh, we'll probably allow him to express himself a lot better than uh, the previous company was at. Look, I don't know. I like second chances and stuff. I'm fucking thirty-eight years old. Do you mean to say that I'm not allowed to have work anymore because I've got to step aside for some young young guy? How dare you? I'm still <laughs> apply, I, I still, you know, I'm I'm still going to send my resumes to every McDonald's in the area. Fuck those sixteen-year-olds. Not literally, but metaphorically because i'm taking that job i'm taking their uh, crappy wage because i can probably work more hours than they can because they got to go to school and shit so f- <laughs> eat it <laughs> and, <laughs> i don't know okay uh i guess i'm just nice and i just like seeing people do well i guess i uh, think that's yeah. what
1: it is i think that's what it is i love seeing your conversations with people on Twitter where they're they're like, fuck this shit, and you're like, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> and then you, in a nice way, disagree with them, you know, which is pretty funny. I, by the way, uh, Luke is an awesome follow on Twitter just for that reason alone.
0: <laughs> so it's good times. My Twitter <laughs> handle is grumpy2eb, and my Twitter <laughs> is just like, someone's just like, oh, Matt Cardona, and I'm like, I like this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's great. So what else <laughs> yeah. is going on in the world of New Japan? <laughs> look, that's pretty much the news. But uh, look, we've got a four-man uh, Super Junior Tag League. So the way they've structured it is pretty smart. So uh, there will be no four-way ties or anything like that. Uh, I'll go into that a little more after night one, because uh, the uh, the tweet I uh, copied off Chris Charlton was written after that. And rewording it or whatever just seems too hard, so I'll just talk about it after night one. A little bit more about the uh, the New Japan Super Junior Mini League thing that they're doing. We'll talk about that when we're up to it. But uh, look, I'm gonna get I gotta get through a certain show, Mr. Andy. It's called New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed. And for some reason, uh, Charity was in the room when I put it on. So she got to see for herself just how um, boring the set is. Um, like like they wrestle in a, a black hole, like a, the vacuum of space. It's, I don't mean space like with lots of stars and stuff. I, I mean like the part of space where you're in between galaxies and there's nothing but black. Yeah, that's how black this show is. It's, there, um, there's black... not
1: even... there's. There's not even like spatial anomalies or like that cool shit that they run into that fucks up the Enterprise all the time. You know, yeah. I mean, they, they, there's nothing there. It's just, it's just they're like they're not even near the neutral zone. It's, it's frustrating.
0: No, and uh, I, I was like, all right. I wonder what, uh, wonder how she'll respond to the commentary team. She likes Kevin Kelly, I think we all do, but uh, she's like, oh, is this, is this that 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 guy you think sounds boring? I said, yeah, listen to his voice. Uh, to which she said. He sounds like a golf commentator. So <laughs> that that made me laugh. I don't think either of us really know what golf commentating sounds like because we don't watch it. But it's boring. Uh, I golf I can... balls the shit out of both of us. So uh, so does Mr. Kozlov on commentary. Just on commentary. I don't know what it, he, he might be awesome in the ring and shit. So and it might be a great person, but I don't like his commentary. Do not like. So well, they, I just want that clear. Whisper. I don't hate the man. I just uh, don't want him to ever speak. the golf guys they they whisper so that you know next we have
1: uh, alexane and frank bosser versus the DKC and clark connor's with a gut (laughs) check he gets the win it's like that because they don't want to interrupt you don't want to fuck up somebody's swing while you're talking so you got to talk real quiet you know golf and
0: tennis are bullshit sports you know why they're bullshit sports (laughs) what kind of sport Uh what kind of sport do you play when you don't want people to cheer you on to kick ass you play you play any fucking sport right and you got fans in the crowd going fuck yeah man kick ass do it and in tennis it's like quiet please in golf it's like shut the fuck up i got to hit this ball with my long long stick I'm like what you 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 can't work under pressure get out of here you suck you're supposed to be professional athletes anyway i I think
1: part of the tennis the tennis conversation is, is that, you know, people want to hear the hot chicks grunt, and you can't do that if people are talking and yelling, you know. So you got to hear them, you know, make the, the sexy grunt noise, and then that's, that's kind of what
0: sells tennis, I think. So there you go. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right, so, yes, our first match of the night is, uh, as you said, uh, Alexane and Fred Rosser. Versus the DKC and Clark Connors. It's a solid match. Uh, Rosser pins the DKC, which is fucking weird because Clark Connors is on that team. He's a young lion. I don't know how they... The way they book this is kind of weird. But it's It's a short match. Um, I think Fred Rosser, he still wrestles very much in a WWE style. So maybe in an environment with a whole bunch of... um, New Japan guys or indie guys, he can uh, branch out a little bit. I don't know. But it was solid. It was all right. Uh, next match, we've got Carl Fredericks versus Mysterioso, which is really short. I like Carl in this a lot. Uh, Manifest Destiny, and Carl wins. There was a little mini feud going on between him and Mysterioso. It looks like it's over. <clears throat> now, Mr. Andy, the one, the only thing, if I was to say one thing for you to check out in this match, a uh, match, in this show... It's the next match. It's Brody King versus Hikaleo. It's only seven minutes, 35 seconds, something like that. But uh, I like how these guys move and I like how these two beat each other up. I thought this was really solid. Would have been pretty damn cool in a crowd. The crowd would have gone nuts for this because it's two big men beating the crap out of each other and sometimes both big men doing moves that men that size should not be able to do. So, yes, it's short. Uh, It's got a surprise ending because Mr. Hikaleo wins. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, It's, yeah. So last week... Can I... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, can I ask a question about this match?
1: Because you you say that Hikaleo looked great in this match. And and my question to you would be, is that because of Hikaleo or is that because of Brody King?
0: Yeah. uh, I I don't know how to answer that until I see... uh, Hikaleo wrestle a few more people. Fair so, enough. That's fair.
1: I, I I'm interested. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back and check it out. I probably not, but I, I didn't watch
0: this because I don't watch yep. this shit. So that's all right. And you've got your main event, which is uh, Flip Gordon versus uh, Switchblade. Who are you billing there? Flip Gordon. Fuck him. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, I was gonna. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you all just right. fine. I heard a heard a. Uh Noise on my computer. I was like, oh my God. I was was taking a dick pic. So, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Jay White wins, of course. It's an all right match. I always knew he was going to win, which was, you know, I don't see, I don't think there's anyone. That's the problem with this New Japan America show. I can't see anyone that's a threat to Jay White at all. No. Or cancer. There's no one there. All cancer. There's no one. Yeah. Uh, So, I don't know, dude. Uh, That is what it is that was that was the show uh jay white gets cuts a promo at the end and you know what it is i'm the fucking best and uh this place is bullshit kind of promo and yeah that was that was it you asked me last week if there was anything that really stood out um i really like the brodie king hikaleo stuff so uh if anything this this whole um american weekly show it's probably made me a bigger fan of brodie king uh, more than anyone else. Last week, he asked me if anyone had stuck out. And I said, uh, and uh, I was just like, no, not really. But uh, that's that's bullshit lies. Uh, I quite like Brody King. So there there it is.
1: He's good. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who is uh, good friends with him. So I kind of like one of these days, I don't know, we'll, we'll get somebody on the show to talk about, uh, you know, Brody King and why he's good and all that stuff in the future. But, uh, well, Luke. You know, we kind of skipped over it at the beginning, but I'm not going to let you do that (laughs) again. So, um, you know, I know it's not important to you, but it is important to me. Kojima was tweeting this week, of course, you know. And, um, you know, Kojima, he discovered a new um, food product, right? And he used it in a way that only he would, you know. So he tweeted um, this information in English and in Japanese because he wanted to make sure. And I'm starting to think that maybe uh, this is all some kind of act. But I don't know. You tell me. Um, you know, so we're going to have two Kojima tweets today because he, he made two tweets about the um, chocolate spread Nutella. All right? So he discovered this. And in his first tweet, there's just a picture of a piece of bread with Nutella spread on it. And it says, hello, do you know Nutella chocolate cream? Delicious. I don't have enough bread. Oh, my God. That was tweet (laughs) tweet number one. So everybody was tweeting at him like, yeah, I love that shit. That shit's good. Nutella should sponsor Kojima. Hey, Nutella, do you see this? Blah, blah, blah. So then he tweeted again, like, a little later. He said, "Uh, was Nutella already famous? I did not know. I'm a fool. I'm sorry,
0: Nutella. (laughs) It'll is that working how, up. Is that how is that how Nutella is pronounced in America? I don't know. Is I mean that's how I pro- well, I mean that's it's, that's how Master Water would it,
1: pronounce it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we call it Nutella. Oh, okay. It's like got, got nuts and you did it?
1: Uh, that makes sense. I don't eat it, so like mm-hmm. I I I've kind of heard it used both ways. So I'll I'll say Nutella in the future because that's slightly funnier,
0: actually, too. So. Yeah. I'm one of those weirdos that doesn't like chocolate, so, you know. Ooh. What about peanut butter? How do you feel about peanut butter? I fucking love peanut butter. So how? I mean, like, peanut butter and chocolate, that's like peanut
1: butter and jelly. I mean, how, how, Luke? I'm sorry that you're missing out on this. I have a friend who hates chocolate as well. And it's frustrating because peanut butter and chocolate, to me, is, like, one of the greatest flavors of all time. And uh, I, I feel bad that you can't you can't enjoy that like I do. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> I'm not really losing. <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I'm losing out because I don't like it. So yeah. <laughs> I used to have people going, "Well, what about this chocolate? What about this kind of chocolate? Surely you like this kind of chocolate?" And I'm just being like, "Don't like it. I don't like it. It's chocolate. not that great. I mean, I'm not a big chocolate
1: guy." But chocolate mixed with peanut butter, now we're talking. So you got to put peanut butter on chocolate for me to really like it. So maybe oh, I don't
0: really like chocolate that much. If Charity buys snacks and she doesn't want me to have any, she'll just buy a block of chocolate. So let's oh. that. There's just- <laughs> yeah, very smart. All right, here we go. Let's, let's do this, Mr. Andy. It's uh, New Japan Road, night one. We start with a nice little match here between uh, Mr. Bread himself, Satoshi Kojima, and Yodasuji. And uh, I think uh, we both tweeted this around at the same time and uh, gave me a bit of a chuckle that uh, the place that they're at looks like a fucking airport. Yeah. But you said it looks like an airport slash uh, gymnasium slash something else. So, and I'm like, yeah. Shopping that's, that's, mall. Yeah. 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 It reminded me of that first WCW episode sort of, you know, where they're in the <laughs> America or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a weird venue. It's 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 like very very brightly lit. I'm not quite used to wrestling being that bright, but that's all right. I don't care about uh, the lighting too much as long as the wrestling's good. And and uh, for this match it was. And Kojima looks fucking pissed off, and that's because yeah. he missed out on Jingo. and He really wanted the bloody world to bloody well be there because he was at the uh, the last one in uh, what '99 or something like that. So he pretty much uh, does something like uncharacteristic. I've never seen him. I guess it's characteristic for everyone who knows Kojima a lot better than I do, but I don't think I've ever seen him be like pissed off and beat the shit out of a young lion before, but here it is. He's pissed off and beats the shit out of uh, Yoda Suji. And uh, gives him a fucking wicked looking lariat to, uh, to pin uh, Yoda Suji. Mind you, it's not all one-sided Yoda Suji young lion matches never are. You know, you know, you've got to give the young line a chance to shine and show that he knows how to do really cool wrestling moves and shit. And Yodasuji's the man; he's great. I really liked it. I thought it was a great way to start the show.
1: Um, the cell on the Baguette of Death lariat there at the end. Yes, w- went like spinning off into space. <laughs> it's fucking insane. It like somewhere in Kishi. Uh, he,
0: he landed in the New Japan America set. That's how far he, he did. Went. <laughs> uh, somewhere rikishi's like ears
1: started itching and he was like what happened you know because that's his move <laughs> but his his uh, the rikishi bump now i something interesting about this show is you and i are like god damn there's a lot of people there um according to uh new japan there's only 562 people there that's look that seems like bullshit to me because it looked like there was like a
0: lot of people at this place. Ah, what do you think? I was sitting pretty fucking close too. I don't know, man. Maybe they're in an area that hasn't been as badly affected by COVID as others. Um, You know, everything seemed to have been fine. So I've got no problem with it at the end of the day. It just took me by surprise just how packed this place looked uh, compared to shows from the, well, since we started back up, since they started having back fans. Apart from the Jingu Stadium show, which obviously. Has been their um, biggest crowd since their return. This felt like the second biggest crowd since their return, for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it did. It felt like a big show. John Cena was even
0: there. That was crazy. I, I, I couldn't see him.
1: Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, it was uh, pretty good stuff. So, so, we got our second match. And uh, actually, these two nights kind of weird me out because Okada's uh, in the second match both nights. So you got uh, Yuya Urumura. Yeah. Yuya Urimura, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Taruki Goto versus Gabriel Kidd. He's back, so good for him. Oh, no, he was back last time, too. Gabriel Kidd, show, Toro <laughs> Yano. Sorry, King of Pro Wrestling, Toro Yano. Thank you. And- yes. Awesome. This was <laughs> And you see Yano coming out looking all cocky as fuck because he's got the King of Pro Wrestling to- trophy. And, uh, you know, because. Uh, I don't think it's about the trophy. I just think he likes to call himself the fucking king of pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: I uh, watched he, a lot of, we're, we'll talk yeah. about it later, but I watched a lot of Yano this week, and you said something this week that was like, man, you are right. You said Yano singles matches are special. And I was like, you're fucking right, Luke. They are special. And if you hear us talking about this guy and you don't know who he is and you haven't quite figured it out, We're gonna help you with that this week, a little later on. So, uh, because Toriano is one of my favorite wrestlers ever, he's the man.
0: He's the. I love him. Yes, it gives you something different in New Japan. Like sometimes, sometimes you love seeing non-stop awesome matches, and then other times, it's such a treat just to have that a match broken up by a Toriyano match, which isn't a hard-hitting suplex fest or submission specialty match or anything like that it's not going to be some 45 minute banger either uh they're sadly short but they're always memorable they're fucking hilarious uh he's just he might be my favorite comedy wrestler uh at least my favorite comedy wrestler since uh of course the late great eddie uh whereas yeah because he can work as well mr uh Yano, uh, he can do the mat stuff and the, and the mat based work and he could probably suplex you if he wanted to, but that's not his game man. he's uh he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a cheater and he'll fuck over his own teammates, anyone just to uh, <laughs> get ahead. Like he won the King of pro wrestling trophy by punching his leader. Cause it's Gary Carter in the nutsack <laughs> with the fair play and rolling him up. So, that's the kind of guy he is. He's not a heel. Um, I guess if you hate him, you could consider him a heel, but uh I, I, yeah, I just he's he's definitely special. And if you're giving him this King of Pro Wrestling trophy, which allows you to do fucking crazy stipulations and shit, man, they've found it's, a way to make Yano I, matches more fun. <laughs> I, I don't now know. I no. just I I just thought of this. Do you think
1: Ishii's gonna challenge him? Because they got beef in this match. Him and Ishii are going at it in this match. And, like, Yano's standing up to Ishii. Uh, but then he's also doing that with Sho, too.
0: So, I Look don't know, how man, is so- because Yano's, Yano's got a... He, Yano's the king of pro wrestling now. Look at him. And he's acting like he's king shit, too. So, yeah, he starts the match with Ishii. And Ishii just looks like... You get too close to me, you know, <laughs> like, gonna Knock your head off, motherfucker. Like, he's... Dude, if you start giving me that cocky I'm the king of pro wrestling spiel, I'm just gonna fucking hurt you. <laughs> that's, a, that's what he said with his eyes, man.
1: <laughs> Yano, Yano's running around doing all this shenanigans and hey, 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 hey. You know, he like does all this crap and he's he's showing everybody his shit and everything. And and Ishii is standing there like a statue,
0: just staring at him, just waiting. <laughs> it's so yep. great, man. It's really cool stuff, and uh, I really liked as a portion of this match. I think it's towards the end. Uh, there's a really great back and forth between Show and Yuya Uramura. I thought they had some uh, great. You know how you know a lot of main New Japan matches towards the end will have the you know uh, counter, 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 and then a finisher and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a little bit of that between uh, Show and Yuya Uramura, which I appreciated. It's uh, I guess showing that Urumura as uh he's starting to put it all together so that was really cool but there's an armbar by show that makes uh you or tap out and at the end uh the, the wrestlers are walking out the back and uh okada is just doing perfect clap timing to show's theme it even gets the countdown <laughs> right three two one <clears throat> i'm like all right i like i like i like show's theme tune too cool sounds a bit like a uh, an 8-bit uh video game kind of style uh music if uh if that helps to anyone listening who hasn't heard it, I quite like that. So uh, next,
1: we've
0: yeah, it's don't, awesome. Don't don't play too much uh, copyrights. So... <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> right, so it, now... they don't. No one's listening. <laughs> no, we can't even get the people who listen into the show to DM us for free shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we could probably put a rock opera in the middle of this. And all right, so. We've got uh, Tomawaki Honma, Yuji Nagata, and the Golden Ace, which is uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kodo Bushi, versus Daoki, the Dangerous Tekers, which is uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi, and Minaro Suzuki. So, you see him walk out, smug motherfuckers. Suzuki Goon has a lot of gold on. Suzuki is uh, the Never King. That's what I'm dubbing him at the moment, because he calls himself the King, and... Uh, I'm not going to argue with that because it's Minaru Suzuki. So I call him the Never King. Uh, he is really cool as fuck. I like him with that belt. I Yes, I do kind of wish Shingo still had it because of that story. I was really liking it. That's okay. I can't wait to see uh, who has the balls to uh, go. suzuki Goon. I uh, says, Minaru, I'm going to take your belt. He's going to be like, yeah, whatever. So I look forward to that. Uh, whoever the challenger is for that, but we probably won't find out until after the G1. It depends uh, who's in his block. So I'm hoping Shingo's in his block. I'm hoping Sho, if he's in the G1, he's in his block. I'm hoping Ishii is in his block. I'm hoping there's some Never guys that can uh, <laughs> go toe-to-toe with Suzuki in uh, one of the blocks that he's in. So that's pretty cool. They torture poor Honma in this one, everyone in Suzuki-goon, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Hell, poor Honma. <clears throat> They've beaten an absolute cr- crap out of him so uh but it's really fun and everything moves pretty fast uh and there's a great ending with Kota Kota Ibushi and Daoki uh I know I know it's easy to shit on the the, the guy not Kota Ibushi uh I know it's easy to (laughs) shit on Daoki uh I, I think he's great in the ring and uh if they give him a shot like I think he'll I think he'll impress uh Definitely, you know, like a. I don't, I'm not saying I need, need him to be like like the best of the best or anything, but uh, you yeah, know, give him a shot, see what he can do. I'd appreciate that big time because uh, yeah, I really like the chemistry he had with uh, with Kotobushi, it was good, of course, Kamigoyo, and this one connects unlike the one he did last week. And uh, Kota pins Dowkey. This is this is kind of fun stuff, would you think? Well, Dowkey's definitely showing more,
1: and that's fun, and that's what. You know, uh, I'm sure in the life of this program, we will say this many, many times, but most of the guys in New Japan are fucking awesome workers. And and when they get the chance to show that, they show that. And a lot of the times they're holding back because they're not in that position, you know? And so he's starting to get in this position where he's allowed to do more and more stuff. Um, you know, I can't wait to talk about the second night, what happens to him on the second night. But man, at, you know the thing I'm looking forward to out of all this is I'm looking forward to the next, if you know, obviously this is going to happen again, Abushi and Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. And Taichi, because at this point they've wrestled so much that I can't imagine them having anything, but like another stellar out of control match. So I'm looking forward to seeing that again. And this, uh, you know, I, I don't know this, these matches felt a little house showy, uh, this week. Mm-hmm. I will say that I was not really like, you know, uh, fired up about any of these matches or I don't think I was maybe we'll, thing, maybe we'll right? find out
0: I think you've mentioned this before we've just had our big release which was the yes. big show at Jingu and now here is the time to kind of take a breather and reset and kind of relax a little bit and then then we start kind of slowly building things back up so yeah uh also charity asked me an interesting question I uh just thought of it now I should have written it down but who cares I just remembered it she was asking me because you know she's watched other promotions and stuff so she knows of course what jobbers are she asked uh how does a wrestler in new japan become jobbers because they don't usually treat a lot of wrestlers like that and my only answer to that mr andy was uh say someone in say Yujiro's instance like maybe they go you know they don't treat men's as jobbers as young lions even though they do job a lot but Uh, maybe it's when they go on excursion and they come back and then they haven't kind of got any, any better or they just coast a lot or something like that because there are definitely guys in New Japan that get pinned more than other guys and it's hard to really call them jobbers. So what makes a jobber in New Japan, Mr. Andy?
1: Well, I think there's a couple different ways. One would be you're an established guy who it doesn't matter anymore. You know, that like, you know, I mean, I know Chase Owens was never a guy that would win matches or whatever. But to me, he's established himself as a guy who can make others look good. And so because yeah. of that, that's that's his role. And, and basically, the, man. he
0: makes people shine.
1: <laughs> the people that are suited to that role are the ones that fit there. Also, the other way to become a jobber in, in uh, New Japan is to be new. That's, that's another way. I mean, Dookie, he's been around for a year, but he's still very new as far as New Japan goes. So because of that, he's not going to win matches unless you're somebody special. I mean, even Master Wato is not going to win matches yet. And he's some kind of, I mean, special guy. So, you know, I mean, we see how special he is and how special he sounds when he talks. But my point is, is that, you know, being Mm -hmm. new, you don't, you don't just show up at, unless you're, unless you're John Moxley, you don't just show up in New Japan and win titles. You got to, you got to climb that ladder. And that fucking first rung of the ladder breaks every time you put your foot on it. And so that's one of the things is that, you know, you have to build from the bottom. And I think that if you've shown that that's something that you're good at is making other people look good and you're not necessarily good at being a star, that's a role you're going to fall into. That's where Yujiro is. That's where, You know, um, Dookie is right now, and a couple other guys too.
0: Yeah. So I'm not sure I gave Charity a very satisfying answer, but uh, she does listen to the show. So if I thought myself, if I remember this, I'll bring it up to Andy. And uh, there you go. I think he answered that a lot better than I did. All right, man. So we've got our next match. Look, I'm not even putting in my notes anymore when the disinfectant happens. so, did people, no one listening gives a shit about that. If you know they disinfect all that crap, move on. All right. So we got, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we now have uh, Sonata, now Shingo Takagi and Tetsuya Naito versus Jado, Yujiro Takahashi and Evil. Uh, I expected Dick Togo to come out, but he's not here. Oh. He's not oh. here for both nights. So okay. All right. Ella. All right. So. Uh, I I enjoyed this match just for Evil and Shingo going at it. They were really really good together uh, in, in this in a you know opponent capacity. I really liked that, and that makes me think too. I would definitely like it if Shingo. Oh, oh, did I mention I want Shingo to be in the same block as Suzuki as well? Like just have a <laughs> never block, please. <laughs> but also, this was a really good tease for me because I it makes me think like oh you think i'll put evil and shingo in the same block because i really like their chemistry together uh in this uh in this tag match so yeah and and yeah i'm just really excited for the g1 everyone so just expect yes. me to talk about that a lot uh and just uh, fantasizing about who's going to be in what block fighting who because <laughs> i just love that shit and uh sonata and shingo have great tag team chemistry as well they're doing double team moves uh all that kind of shit, and they're really crisp and awesome. So uh, I expect that to maybe be a solid tag team in the future. Also, if uh, if uh, the dangerous takers of the Golden Ace would like to fight another tag team, make it Sonata and Shingo. I know we want Shingo to be a kick-ass singles guy, but I think he and Sonata would have a fucking awesome run as tag champs too. So there you Definitely. go. I think what, Do you know...
1: I, I can answer the the mystery of where Dick Togo is. Um, So he is actually wrestling in Just Tap Out, which is uh, Taka Michinoku's promo. And that's where he is, uh, too. Um, And they actually reunited to be this uh, six... Like, they have, like, six-man tags and stuff like that there. And there was a three-man team, and it was Taka Michinoku, like Dick Togo, and somebody else. I could be getting that wrong. But... They reunited from, and that's from the Michinoku Pro days. So you know that's where most people that are like tape traders from back in the day. That's how they know Dick Togo is from Michinoku Pro. So he he's wrestling there for some reason. So I don't know what's going on with these guys, and um, it's still I still haven't gotten the answer of where the fuck Tiger Mask is. But there's a lot of these guys that just aren't there. And uh, yeah. I think if you're if if you're new to New Japan, this is a good place to start because there's a lot less people to worry about than there normally are normally there's another 10 to 20 wrestlers you know that you got to know who oh, they yeah. are and what they're doing and now yeah. we don't have that so you know
0: and i think um an even more perfect time to start will be the 19th of september and that's the g1 yeah. that's how i started uh because You won't see many tags during, especially this year's G1. It's going to be mostly tournament matches, so you're going to get a real good feeling for uh, how each person in the G1 wrestles. So by the end of that G1, uh, if you're new to New Japan Wrestling, by the time that G1 is over, you will have a really good sense as to, at least in the heavyweight division, you'll get a real good sense as to who your favorite wrestlers are who you want to support in the future, all that kind of stuff. Because by the end of my first G1, I was just like, oh, I like uh, Ishii, I like Abushi, uh, uh, I, like, I kind of like Tanahashi, and a few other guys, of course, you know. So it's a real good way to get to know not only uh, each competitor, but uh, to see them put on really cool matches. So, yes, G1, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so I, it made me think like with the next match, was Tenzan still going to come out for Wato? Uh, and. Yes, he does. By the way, the previous match ends with a skull end.
1: I said it right. Yes.
0: Yeah. A skull Ah. end by the cold skull on Jado. So there's the end of that match. No surprise there. You look at the the, the six men and I'm just thinking, yeah, Jado's eating that for sure. And he does. So we got our start of the Super Junior Mini Tag League. So our first team is Master Wato, of course, coming out with Tenzin, and Taguchi. And I totally stole this from Mr. Chris Charlton because he tweeted – Tweeted out uh, a joke name for the two two men uh, way to the Ass Masters. <laughs> and
1: it's awesome. It
0: that is fucking awesome name, and that made me want them to win because I thought that was an awesome name because I'm an immature <laughs> asshole who likes That's butt funny. jokes. So I really liked that, and so it is the Ass Masters versus Katamaru and L. El- Yoshinobu, Kanemaru and El Desperado. Uh, this match is awesome fun. Uh, yes. And, look, this. the more I see of him, I feel like the New Japan Cup opened my eyes to El Desperado, and every time I see him, he impresses me big time. I, Yeah, I've become quite the El Desperado fan this year. He's incredible watching this one. So... I love some of these butt bounce fake outs that uh, Taguchi does as well, and there's a really cool finish. It's uh, Wato getting some revenge. There's a kind of what what's what's Master Wato's finisher called? What what are the initials for it?
1: Are you asking me or are you asking Master Wato? Uh,
0: hey, Master Wato. Um, oh, I'm I, on. I'm glad you stayed on the line uh, while we review the show. So, yeah, man, just, just to, I, I I like to listen
1: live. It's like a it's like a it's <laughs> a treat for me. I do it while I'm I'm doing my uh my reps, you know, with I'm doing my rowing machine and all that. That's what I'm doing right now. What colors your rowing machine? It's blue. Now the paint <laughs> on it's fading a little bit. It's starting to turn like a green color, so I got
0: to repaint it here soon. Oh, like your hair. Uh, so hey now what? Master Watto, what are the initials for your finisher? Was it RPK or did I get that wrong? Was it, is there an L it's, in there? Like, What is that? Well, I, I feel like you're making
1: fun of me a little and I don't like that. Okay. Uh, just because I want, I want a contest. You want to make fun of me,
0: but uh, it's RPP. <laughs> oh, that's right. It is the RPP. All right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's. It... The uh, the end of the end, end of the match looked pretty cool. It's see, like hey, a, a, see,
1: see you later, guys. Master Wado, I'm saying goodbye. See you later. Going
0: back to yeah, my road. Look, machine. Just put just put it back on mute, man. Like if I yeah, just put it back on mute and, and listen. So I'm putting you over, man.
1: Hey, so. get out my road machine.
0: <laughs> He's
1: gone. He's gone now. I don't yeah. know
0: where he went. So there you go. You got a really cool double team finish with uh, the a Dodon slash rpp kind of double team which looked really cool on yoshinobu katamaru so wato gets some revenge he pins uh, katamaru finally and it's victory for the Masters. i thought this match was super fun dude what about you
1: two things about this match one that's a huge fucking win for a new tag team a new tag team comes in and beats these guys because Desperado and Kanemaru have won the junior tag belts a bunch of times, and they they have them like more often than not. So
0: you they know had uh, the them and... longest reign as super junior tag champs as well. Yeah, so they're a force so, definitely. Yeah, they're so that's a big deal, you know. And then
1: the other thing that was amazing about this match is that Jushin Thunder Liger was on commentary, and I'm pretty sure he was drunk. He thought this was the funniest thing he'd ever seen, and so like. He was just laughing at everything, and it was really fun. So
0: that was good. He's time. having a good time, man.
1: <laughs> I'm glad he's still I'm... around. We're we're gonna Me talk too. about him a little a little later, you know, in detail. But man, I'm glad he's still around because, man, imagine having him backstage. I mean, you have got like, mm-hmm. hey, there's young guys that need to know, like, hey, what should I do in this part of a match? Just go ask Jushin Thunder Lighter. He's right over there. He's drinking beers before the show. <laughs>
0: Maybe maybe there were no beers left in the backstage comments that night because Dush uh, <laughs> and Liger had, uh, hit the piss, uh, hit the piss. So. I guess is Aussie for uh, sinking a few beers. Uh, I guess that's all like too that. drinking. Booze. I wonder. Uh, if, yeah, I, w- I wonder if that's what RPP stands for. Hitting the piss makes sense, right? Sure, makes sense. Is about, about about as much sense as what like never stands for. So why not? Um, <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so all right we got our main event here and it's uh bushi and hiromu takahashi versus gato and taiji ishimori i like that bushi and hiromu have like matching masks that's really cool now I, i think taiji ishimori walking down that ramp with his shredder mask you know uh and by shredder mask everyone i mean like You know, Ninja Turtles. He's wearing a fucking shredder mask. He comes out to the ring with it every match. But uh, he looks even cooler with the fucking shredder mask and the gold. It makes him look freaking badass. Uh, Now, I like the start of this match because L.I.J. corner and work over Gato. And they don't work over his arms, his legs, his neck, his head, or his back, or anything like that. What do they work over? The beard! They're working the beard,
1: man! <laughs> this match has a lot of goofy shit in it, but man, it is really good and this is another one where Liger was cracking up.
0: <laughs> yep, and uh, I, I just like uh, um, Hiromu's selling when uh, Gato's whipping him with a belt. He's he's going <laughs> over the top. He's hamming it up, you know, as, as, uh, as you might see an actor do in a movie when they're, you know, like a not, he's not Nick Cage levels, but uh, he was pretty goofy. It, it was really funny. But uh, one thing I like is this continuing kind of theme, which I hope they will address in a potential rematch in the future. But this theme seems to be that uh, despite the finish to this match, Ishimori just seems to have Hiromu's number. He seems to have an answer to every almost every bit of Hiromu Takahashi's offense. And that was kind of the story, Uh on uh, the night at Jingu that and Haromi's injured shoulder. But uh, yeah, it, it seems to have carried over here and fucking Ishimori lays a f- few beatdowns on Hiromi during the course of this match. So yeah, interesting kind of story. And you've also got Ishimori and Gato fucking up Hiromi's injured shoulder as well. There's some great Gato cheating. <laughs> uh, and, There's an awesome rolling German suplex kind of combination move. I don't know if I even described it right, but it's done by Bushi and Hiromu onto Gato. It looks fucking awesome. Then they finish it up with the LAT and Bushi pins. Gato, of course. Uh, That was super fun. Uh, I knew who was going to win. Ishimori doesn't need to win this tournament. He's the fucking man of the juniors at the moment. And, you know, Gato is not there to win.
1: Uh, dude, Gato's Gato is awesome though. Gato is doing a great job, oh, yeah. and like people shit on Gato, he's great, man. Yeah. And he's really he doing a great
0: some, job. Uh, look, I know he does the cheating thing, I know he never uses those brass knuckles he gets out, I know he's got a shtick, but <laughs> he'll he, there's moments in every match where Gato will hit some moves. He's got some great kicks, uh, he's got a great little move, he's got a good set. like he. he is it any surprise that we're talking about a new Japan wrestler that can go when uh, people might not think he can? Of course, uh, Gato's great. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I can understand. I guess why people don't like him. Uh, I think he's awesome, uh, both uh, I in love, the room I, and of course backstage.
1: I, I love how when he um he he like goes to use the uh, the brass knuckles. And then someone like punches him, and then they go flying. Like, like somehow he lets go of them, even though they're wrapped around his fingers, and they just go flying. It's really funny. He, needs
0: to, he needs to get brass knucks that fit his hand. I think like they're very loose. <laughs> <laughs> they're very it's loose true. in his hand. Yeah. But then it was, it, I, I get what you mean. A kind of house showy, but it's still not a bad show. I had a lot of fun with it. And uh, I quite liked the two tournament matches; they were a lot of fun. So let's uh, let's steamroll right into New Japan Road Night Two, and we got a nice little intro match here. We've got Yuji Nagata versus Yuji Uramura. So you know, just like the previous night, you got a fucking cool old guy young line match. And I think uh, I think Nagata has enough left in the tank for another G1 run. I know he retired oh. from it, but you've got, how? Huh? You got like, when, uh, Did you just say no? I just said, I know, all sad,
1: yeah. because I don't think he's going to unretire just no, to be, think... you know, in,
0: so it's just disappointing think, that he. I think they've got enough numbers, and I think if they're going to bring in uh, anyone, I don't think they're going to focus too much on the old guys. I think you might have a show in there or maybe an El Desperado to make up the numbers or something like that, because I yeah. think they've gone toe to toe with some of the. Uh, Heavyweights over the last couple of months to prove that uh, yeah they can hang. So why not? Uh, I think if anyone if they're going to um, bring in anyone, I think they might not bring in old guys. I think they might just uh, bump up a couple of juniors for a tournament or something like that. Why not? Especially when they're awesome. So yeah. Is so I'm watching him with you 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 Uramura. It's fun. It's it's really good stuff. Of course. Nagata puts the nagata lock on and Yuya taps out. Um I'm about ready for Yu Yu and Yu to to fuck off for a while. And I mean that yeah. in the best way possible. I'm ready for them to go on excursion. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for the for for a young line to go away so they can come back way before New Japan thinks they're ready.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> true. I mean that yeah. I mean but again, who's going to do the laundry Luke, you know? I mean somebody's yeah. got to do that shit. So you kind of have have recently started to, you know, kind of get hip to Eugene Nagata, right? You're starting to be like, hey, I kind of like this guy. And, um, you know, to me, when that happened for me was when he was in the G1. The first time I watched the G1 in like 2016 or something. And I was just like, who the fuck? This guy's awesome. Because to me. His moveset is very similar similar to Daniel Bryan's moveset. And I like other than the flipping and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. I really enjoy Daniel Bryan. He's my favorite wrestler. So to me, mm-hmm. whenever I saw Nagata, I was like, oh, okay, so this is where Daniel Bryan got a lot of this stuff. And and it's true. Um, in fact, uh, we were talking earlier this week about a match from 97 um at a WCW pay-per-view between Ultimo Dragon and Yuji Nagata, where like the whole match is just like basically the style that you see on the indies now you know what i mean it's mm. pretty awesome so like I, we don't do wcw match recommends but i mean we'll talk a little bit more about ultimo dragon later but at the same time eugene Nagata is awesome and like he's still awesome and i don't care if he mm-hmm. takes a bump or not he's still a tremendous wrestler and he's still able to make his
0: opponents look awesome and that's all that matters damn straight so yeah, I um I put out, I even put out a call on uh, on the Tweeties about hey I like I like me some Nagata, um what's some back catalog shit I can watch and uh, I had a couple of people respond to that so uh, I've got a, a short list I watched a lot of wrestling on the weekend so uh, and I'm talking about wrestling today so I might have the uh, <laughs> rest of today off wrestling wise and then uh, <laughs> in lockdown tomorrow I might uh, you know uh, camp out on the couch and. Put on some uh, classic Eugene Agar stuff. Why not? Might even give me some ideas for matches I can uh, recommend for the show, uh, for uh, for homework. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. But I I don't know if you have this, but I have it sometimes. And I the only time I don't feel this way is during the G one. I know it's grueling, but I can't get enough. I just lap that shit up. But if I watch a lot of wrestling over a very short span of time, I need a couple of days off. <laughs> so well, yeah, Luke, four shows—it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, in my on uh, my old podcast, we used to sometimes go to four shows a week. So yeah, I I know what wrestling burnout's all about, man, and and uh, I get it, I understand. Um, but uh,
0: yeah, I don't know what's next. We got another match here. Yep. So, it's a bit of a remix of the previous night. Uh, the previous night had uh, Yuya Uramura in this role. This night, it's Yoda Suji. So, we've got Gabriel Kidd. Uh, actually, is Kid on the different team this time? Or was Kidd with uh, Yoshi, Goto, and all that last night, too? Let me check. No, Gabriel Kidd's gone on to the other side. So, yeah, Gabriel Kidd's with Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, and Tomohiro Rishi. And... Fucking young lions, man! You can't trust them. Versus uh, <laughs> uh, Yoda, Yoda. <laughs> versus Yoda Suji, uh, Kazuchika Okada, Toru Yano, the king of pro wrestling, and Show. And that—that's my first note. How come Kid isn't on the same side as last night? I'm it's like, all right. So they swapped out. They didn't just swap out you Uramura Yu Mur- with Suji. They also put Kid on the. Dif- my brain hurts. Who gives a fuck? All right, this is just as fun a match from the previous night. Uh, but with you know a different young lion and one young lion on a different team. But there's a lame finish. I'm sorry, Yoda Suji. <laughs> it's a butterfly. You, you get to tap out to the butterfly lock, mate. Uh, as, as I always say, no offense to to Yoshi. Win matches, man. Go for it. You do your thing, but man, get rid of that rest hold finish and just fucking piss that off. This is a really cool thing. You got Ishii and Sho throwing down after the match. And here's where I write something that you mentioned earlier. I think the six man titles hold Ishi back.
1: Yep. Yep. Um. Uh, I I find there is this house show spot that they've been doing in these matches, and they in particular did it a bunch of times in this one. And it is where they have an opponent bent over, and it's typically the uh, Okada Yano Show Suji team or whatever you know, whichever young lion they have, and they start kind of doing like little like hammer fists on the back of the other, the guy's back. And then they stop and look around and they do it again. And at one point they had like all three of them were doing that to Ishii, you know, and making a fool out of him. Um, Makes me want to punch Okada. You know, I don't like that. makes me upset, you know, but it's a fun little like, uh, you know, house show spot. And if you don't know what I mean when I say house show spot, if you've never been to a house show versus a televised event, they're usually a lot more loose and a lot more fun and just kind of goofy shit happens at house shows. So that's what I mean.
0: Yeah. So uh, next we've got uh, uh, Tomo Honma, Satoshi Kojima, Mr. Bread himself, and the Golden Ace, of course, Tanahashi and Ibushi, versus uh, Daoki, Minaro Suzuki, and the Tekkers, of course, NSJ and Tai Chi. And I fucking love this Tai Chi Ibushi kickfest that happens in this match. Yeah, uh, that was good stuff. That was some really cool shit. I really like seeing Mr. Bread go machine gun style on Zack Saber Jr. as well. <laughs> That's really cool. I don't think Kojima's retired from G One's, has he? No, oh, he'll be in it. Yeah, he'll be in it for sure. Um, I don't expect him to get a big score because I, I guess he's one of the older guys in the wind down period of his career. But yeah, I don't care. I, I just want to see him in a block uh, fighting all these cool wrestlers. So yeah, I'll be I'll be really happy just just to see him in it and uh, just to get to watch. Uh, more of him because I really like me some Mr. Bread and uh, look Downkey continues to work his ass off I think is this the match where he fucking goes to do a dive onto uh the, the faces on the outside and no one fucking catches the poor bastard no, he on, just, on he his just, ass or something
1: he just eats shit and everybody falls down and he gets up and is like yeah
0: yeah I need to make a little
1: video out of that, because that was yeah. one of my favorite things from the Sweaker Wrestling. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, if I was Daki, I would have been like, oh, I know you guys are all, like, seniors and respected New Japan guys, but motherfuckers, you should have caught me. What the hell? Yes. Come <laughs> on. And, That's uh,
1: really and frustrating but, when guys don't catch each other, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the Miz is really good at uh, not catching people too, oh, yeah. Uh, and that, yeah. So uh, Zack Sabre Jr. of course uh, he makes uh, Tomaki Homa tap, and there's your result there. So uh, it's a little holding Patton-y, these Road Two shows, and I guess that's because uh, they want they they don't want to do too much uh, major shit until um, the G One. So. You know, it's not holding Patton in a bad way, but they're not going to start setting up brand new feuds yet. They'll use the G1 to do that for sure uh, because you'll have a lot of champions in that. Hey, Suzuki wasn't even in the fucking G1 last year. You think he gets into the G1 now that he's never champ, damn it?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, that's right. And you watch him be really pissed off and start beating the shit out of people going, you shouldn't have left me out last year. I'm going to kill you this year. <laughs> so there that you will, go.
1: That will. That will be a storyline. You're right. That absolutely will be a storyline.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's great. And uh, here we go. Uh, Another really cool match here. It's, uh, well, I guess kind of the same thing as last night. Is it a different trio? No, no, it's the same one. So we've got Sonata, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito versus Jado, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. Uh, Now, there's this spot evil does in all his matches it doesn't matter if he's super evil heel like he is now or in lij he does it every match ref looks like an idiot every time because they always fall for it but it's still always a cool spot uh he evil will catch his opponent's leg toss that leg to the uh ref the ref will go oh shit and catch the leg and then evil will um you know do a move on 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 his opponent but uh Evil tries this on Shingo in this match, and Shingo reverses it this time. So I thought that was really cool. Please, and this is where I write: please let them be in the same block. I would really love that. And of course, um, <laughs> uh, Sonata uh, <laughs> again—it's a Sonata finish, and uh, he does uh, something called the O'Connor Bridge on Jado. Of course, you look at all six men. Who's the most pinnable? It's Jado. So it was either Jado or Pimpy that was going to get pinned here. And, yeah, that's what happens. And, yeah, you got anything to add for that match, by the way? Real quick, Jotto
1: is, uh, lately, he's been doing this thing where he taps his head like he's Hanma because he broke Hanma's neck, you know? Yeah, I don't like and it. it. And it <laughs> pisses me off. And then, and then he just walks across and does the big man stomp on, you know, like just the big yeah. step over on people. And it's kind of funny because he's a little tiny guy that can barely walk. Like he's doing the big giant step over, like he's on yeah. there, the
0: giant yeah, like when um like when you see the big show walk on someone's chest or something you got it. that's yep, what, that's what Jado's doing, except Jado <laughs> right. could probably walk on my chest and I'd be like, all right that was that was not fun, but it's not <laughs> life threatening whereas like hey you want to let the big show walk across your chest no no, no, no. <laughs> hell no So yeah, it's that, it's that kind of spot, but just with a smaller smaller guy that's pretty funny. Alright, so we've got our tournament matches for tonight. And all right, so the previous night, Mr. Andy, I read I, I said to you, I was kind of I don't know, I had a few, few drinks I think by then, but I was just throwing it out there. Like, what if they all get the same score in the in the tournament? But the way they've done this tournament is uh, and this is from the previous night, both teams Both winning teams and both losing teams will face off tomorrow, which is what we're about to talk about now. So draws aside, which is unlikely with 60-minute time limits, one team will be mathematically out after tomorrow, so there's no four-way final. So there you have it. Uh, it might be four teams, but it's done in such a way that it won't have uh, any of those kind of bullshit Things where it's like, everybody wins Fatal 4-Way for the titles. It <laughs> won't be any well, shit like that.
1: I can't wait to have the conversation with you very soon, and we won't shut up about it, but the G1's coming up. It's a round-robin tournament, oh and we, we are, we are going to have the great conversation while you, while you drink right in the microphone <laughs> about, about why round-robin tournaments are so much better than every other kind of tournament. And I can't wait to have that conversation because I, I firmly believe that and it's it'll be proved uh, you know, in the G1, of course. And this is kind of another way to prove that too is that this is much more fun than just having a single elimination type tournament.
0: Absolutely. And it also means that you've got uh, enough matches to fill in a few nights of wrestling. They've managed to do that New Japan like they'll have a, a whole bunch of big shows and then You'll be like, all right, well, what are they going to do here? And, oh, it's a six-man never junior t- t- uh, title uh, tournament. All right, cool. What about in this block? They're just New Japan roadshows before the G1. What are they going to do? Oh, here we go. Little super junior tag league. I think this is going to be the super junior tag league of the year. It's a, it's a smaller one because of the depleted roster. It doesn't mean a shit because we've got a pretty uh, pretty cool match to start us off, and it's uh, Yoshinobi Kanemaru. And El Desperado versus Gato and tai- <laughs> Ishimori. you've got two big, two giant assholes, and then you've got uh, Katamaru and El Desperado. Now I'm joking; they're all assholes, and it's a it's something that New Japan doesn't do a lot of, but it's always fun. And that's heel versus heel matches. They don't tend to do a lot of these. it's
1: It's a it's rare it's it's rare in pro wrestling everywhere and it's because the crowd doesn't have someone to root for however in this case it's who can cheat the most and the crowd's into it and they're like awesome who can do the most ridiculous cheating spot next you know and that's what the match is all about it's awesome
0: so rather than go oh we're all heels everyone's gonna find this boring the, the four men are like no they're not because we're going to cheat our asses off, and then they're going to enjoy seeing who can out-cheat the other team. So, yes, it's awesome. There's a cheeky slap by Gato at the start to El Desperado. And, yeah, it's a fun cheating match. Both teams trying to fuck each other over. But uh, whiskey bottle to the heads of both men, and pinche loco on Gato, and El Desperado picks up the win here. So they've finally got two points. Gato and Ishimori are now eliminated. But uh, don't be surprised if they win their next match, because you rarely have teams in a tournament, a round robin tournament. If it's a tag team or if it's a G1 style singles uh, round robin, you rarely have a wrestler with zero points. It, it yeah, just...
1: that doesn't happen very often. So... I mean, usually they they might get like I remember what was it falle got zero points a couple of years ago because he got DQ'd in every single match, like on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <remember that>?
0: yeah. <laughs> That was yep, the year and- that he, he killed Daryl, too. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He uh, was fuck. a like, massive heel that year. Him, <laughs> him, and, uh, him and Tama Tonga were just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so,
1: I, I miss yeah. them. I, I can't wait for them to come back, man. They're they're great.
0: Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. Nothing more to add to that, but yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Uh, this okay. is a really cool match. Uh, I kind of expect... Uh, Gato and Ishimori to win their final match but I I won't be surprised if they lose in a clean sweep because it's Gato and Gato very rarely books himself in a match to win even if it's a six man or eight man tag or a singles match Gato very rarely books him uh, if he's in the match he he very rarely books himself to win so I still wouldn't be surprised if if they lost their third match but I'm pretty sure they're going to win it and just grab two points because you still you, Gato's still with the champ, and you've got to have the champ at least, uh, you know, pin someone, right? And yeah. and that, that that's another thing. If Gato's in a team, uh, if, and, and if and and if his team wins, Gato doesn't get the pin. So he's a very unselfish dude, and that's exactly what you want when when he's the head booker. So I've, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, the final match is pretty fun too. You have got uh, the Ass Masters. That's uh, Royuski Taguchi, and the Grandmaster Watto. Uh, they come out with Tenzan. Versus uh, Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi. But uh, as fun a match as this is, uh, LIJ are more experienced and dominant as a tag team. And probably because, you know, they used to tag team all the time. And this is, I think, uh, this is where I thought to myself, wait a minute. I think this is the first time Bushi and uh, Hiromu have tagged together in a, just them two, you know, no third person or fourth person, just as a tag team. I think it's the first time they've both tagged together since just uh, come back from his uh, neck-breaking injury. And they just pick up where they left off, man. Awesome chemistry. They're a great team. Uh, so while the Ass Masters were able to beat the dominant team in the first night, they couldn't do it two nights in a row, which, uh, you know... Uh, that, that's perfectly fine with me. So we've got two teams with uh, two points now, which is uh, Kanemaro, El Desperado, and the Ass Masters. And you've got Hiromu and Bushi both uh, that, that they have four points. So they're definitely ahead. Uh, Hiromu pins Wato. Um, I wasn't too big on that. I'd rather pin uh, uh, Taguchi. But Wato's the inexperienced one. So he jobs and. Yeah, fun match, good main event, solid show. What did you think? Well, the
1: finish of this match, there was a lot of fun stuff between Watto and both wrestlers on the other side, but yeah. especially Harumu. And if you're not, you know, paying attention, when stuff like this happens, Wato getting pinned by Harumu, a year from now, that will pay off. Just saying. Yeah. So like a, a year from now, we'll be remembering, oh, remember that time that Wato got pinned? by Hiromu he's all pissed off about that now he's going after the junior title and uh, Hiromu has it or something like that so that mm-hmm. that shit will pay off in the end so you wonder why guys get pinned and that's why so um you know they're they're building up something for the future like I said I thought these these shows were kind of house showy but it was still fun to see wrestling um you know this week and and uh, I enjoy New Japan um uh we got some new upcoming shows going on. We got the the New Japan Road will finish out on the 8th of September through the 11th. There's uh there's three shows in there I believe. And so we'll be covering those as well. And then Luke, oh really?
0: I thought it was two more shows. Let me Maybe me check cuz I know they're just doing I know the schedule. If you That's the thing that fucks me up about New Japan. Like if I go to their schedule uh, just on the newjapan1972.com, njpw1972.com slash schedule, they won't just put on the live television shows. They will also put in their house shows and stuff too. So uh, there have been many a times where I've logged in thinking, oh, they've got a show on tonight, and they don't. It's a house show, and, oh, the schedule was fucking, fucking me over. So just looking at the newjapanworld.com, uh, the next two shows are September 9th, which uh, will have you know more of the uh, super junior stuff and then you've got September 11th where uh, you've also got uh, a heavyweight tag team championship match so that'll probably be uh, Golden Ace and Takers again and uh, you've also got a six man rematch for the for those titles uh, Yoshihashi uh Ishi and Goto versus show King of Pro Wrestling, Toriano and uh, Okada. So, yeah, uh, that trips me up all the time, dude. I'll look at it and I'll be like, wait a minute, Tuesday? Where's that on? Is that on New Japan? I've had to train myself to check because uh, I don't... It would suck more for you because you'd have to wake up early in the morning and be like, oh, I fucked the days up. Oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. Because uh, it'll be like, it's 7.30, where's the fucking wrestling? Oh, it's tomorrow. This is just a house show today. Oh, God damn it. I was in a mood from Japan. So, yeah, uh, we've got two more live shows and then that that'll that that's the 9th and 11th and then probably on the 11th or maybe after the 11th at a press conference. One of those two, they will announce uh, the entrance for the G1. Yeah, Yeah,
1: and then the G1 starts on the 19th. It's going to be really tough the first two nights, and then it's going to settle into a nice groove. Uh, For you, it'll be easy, but for me, the first two nights start at 4 a.m., and then 1 a.m. the next day. So that's going to fuck me up big time. I'm not going to be able to watch those live, probably, but uh, I'll do my best. But then everything settles in on the 23rd, and we start to have kind of the daily shows. So... You know, if you don't know, the G1 is going to have, I mean, you're going to have more shows in, in September and the next month uh, than you're going to have on a normal basis. It's, it's a lot of shows, but they're fun. And, you know, if you keep up with it, that's the way to do it. Don't get behind. That's my advice for watching the G1. Don't get behind because then you'll say, fuck it. Don't do that. You know, stay, keep yeah. up with it and make it a part of your lifestyle and
0: you will enjoy it. Trust me. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's an investment of time. But it's also my favorite wrestling time of the year, like G One time. Hey Luke, you want like every other year except for this year, it'll be like, Hey Luke, what are you, what are you doing? You want to go out? I'm like, uh, no, because the G One's on. Even I can't. Even I probably it, like I've ne- I've never watched every G One show live because it's just so many, and I've got you know we both have lives and shit too, but. As Andy said, if you can't watch it live, watch it as soon as you can, because if you fall too far behind, you'll just be like, "Eh, fuck this." Exactly. You will, right.
1: yeah, and and then you'll start listening to Meltzer and being like, "Oh, I'm only gonna watch the matches he recommends." Don't do that. Watch them all because they're all gonna be good. If you want to skip the tag matches, that's fine, but I'm telling you, watch the singles matches, and it will pay off. And when we have that that G one final you're going to shit your pants. So you might want to wear a diaper. Yeah. So, uh, all right, it's good time.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing I want to do, Andy is yes. I want to talk about the blocks when they're announced, but what I don't want to do is, uh, jump straight to like the last night of the G one, uh, block matches to see who's wrestling, who, because then you'd probably pretty much piece together pretty much how the G one might play out. So I'm not going to do that, uh, I know people do that every year and they're like, oh, well, obviously it's leading to these two men in the finals or something like that. I'm like, why would you do that? And yeah. So just be aware of that. I guess you can go to the schedule and see who's wrestling who and what nights. And you can kind of piece together a tapestry as to how the G1 might go. Uh, if you are into that sort of thing, go for it, do it. If you're not like me, just, um, just look at the schedule for the night that you're about to watch. And uh, all for the next night. So, yeah. It's easy, just, to, s- it's easy to see the block and
1: see who's going to wrestle who. You'll need to know when it's going to happen. You know what I mean? If I see Jay White and Nido are in the same block, I know they're going to wrestle because it's fucking round robin. So, we'll talk about that in detail in the future. Absolutely. But, uh, so, Luke, we did our uh, weekly match recommends last week. And uh, what was your weekly recommend
0: from last week? All right. Now this is the last time I've chosen a match that I haven't pre-watched. I chose this on good faith because uh, my, my reason being this was the start of. Um, Fucking wow. My brain farted. It was the start of Jushin Thunder Liger's epic run as the super junior ta- uh, super junior ta- uh, as As the super junior champion. This was his <laughs> Okada level. Run it will last for about two years or something like that, like 600 something days. It was crazy big. So it started at uh, January 4 yeah, at, at the Tokyo Dome in 1993. It's a shorter match than I thought it would have been, but it's uh, it's the Super Junior Champ Heavyweight Champion Ultimo Dragon versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, all right, so I'll just get straight into it. Look, it starts off a little slow but there's a lot of really great map-based submission work at the start. I thought it was really cool. Uh, this match, which on paper, you look at these two names, and you're like, oh, this is going to be... This has banger written all over it, right? Like, this is absolute classic, much-watched. Like, why haven't you seen this match before? Uh, but there are problems with it, and none of those problems have anything to do with Jushin Thunder Liger. The problems are that... Uh, Mr. Ultimo Dragon must have had an off day. I know this guy can go. I know he's awesome. But uh, he's a little botchy in this match, which uh, did hurt it. Uh, he botches a couple drop kicks. Like, one of the drop kicks was so off target that uh, Jushin had to put his arm out so it looked like it connected to something on his body <laughs> so he could sell it. Like, uh, yeah. I don't mean, like, accidental I flew off. And slipped and landed on my face or something like that I mean like simple shit like you fucked up a drop kick or something like that uh, but it, it does eventually get pretty dang awesome and then you know uh, Liger just beats Ultimo's ass big time there's some decent but, but back and forth on the map by the end but uh, uh, Liger wins with uh, with this really cool looking Frankensteiner. what do you think of this one?
1: I love this match. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Ultimo Dragon uh, was super botchy. He had uh, four, I think, four top rope spots, and three of them he completely botched. And the fourth one was a dive to the outside, which was awesome, but he landed face first on a table.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: he <laughs> so did. he was I mean, he was visibly angry at his own performance, but, man, Liger is on fire in this match. He's outstanding. Yep. and. And if you if you watch the opening of this match, they do the kind of universal lucha spot with a couple kind of Japanese variations. And if you watch that, it may look a little familiar to it to you. And that's because like tons of people do that exact same shit nowadays in wrestling. And that's where it comes from. You know, Jushin Thunder Liger is one of the most um, and and uh, uh, ultimate drag. They're some of the most influential wrestlers of all time. And so if you look at the junior heavyweight style and what it's become nowadays on the indies or even how Seth Rollins wrestles in, you know, in uh, uh, WWE, it's a lot of the same stuff. And so it, it's just interesting to see, even in Kenny Omega versus Okada, you have these outside, you know, plancha dives over the guardrails and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, this kind of match has affected everything in wrestling that came after it. So it's pretty influential. It's also funny It's before the Tokyo Dome show was called Wrestle Kingdom. So it's called Fantastic Story, which I think is awesome.
0: (laughs) Fantastic Story in Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Uh, I think you you like this one a little better than I did. I think I was like Ultimo Dragon and kind of annoyed. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Look, that's not going to change my opinion on Ultimo Dragon. I know this guy can go and I know, I don't know. Not everyone is awesome in every match they've ever wrestled, and that's fine. People have off nights, and maybe he was just nervous because of the big crowd. I don't know, but and maybe he was just pissed off at himself because he's probably thinking, "I'm the champion and I'm wrestling like ass tonight." Uh, but uh, he look—is he bad for the whole match? Hell no. There's some awesome shit in here, absolutely, uh, and uh, of course, yeah, there's some botchy McBotches and which, uh, yeah, do take away from the match a little bit. All right, moving on. What was your recommend, Andy? Well,
1: uh, you know, keeping with the theme of Jushin Thunder Liger, you yeah, started yeah. at the beginning, and I started at the end, and that is, um, you know, if you don't know, Jushin Thunder Liger just retired last year, and uh, mm-hmm. he's still drunk on, on commentary, which is awesome. He retired this
0: year, didn't he? This was it this year? Okay, yeah. He retired at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. The Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom was uh, was his retirement, but um, one of his, I guess, final his final major feud though is is this one. All right.
1: Well, uh, so my match that I recommend is Jushin Thunder Liger versus Minoru Suzuki. So. Um, if you you know this match is not about work rate. It's not about mm-hmm. some kind of fancy moves. It's not about anything like that. It's about respect, and it's and that's that's what's it's about. It's about fucking respect. So basically, uh, Suzuki had tortured Liger to the point where Liger changed his character and. Uh, Kishin Liger came back out. And if you don't know, Chushin Thunder Liger has had many iterations over the years. He is a character based on a manga character, I believe, or anime or whatever it is. And uh, and so, you know, he has had many iterations over the years. And Kishin Liger is like the evil psycho version. So Minoru Suzuki beat him up so much that Kishin Liger came out. And which is what, another goofy thing about this match is that's what I was expecting. I was expecting Kishin Liger to be the iteration that came out. But no, it's Battle Liger, which is another iteration of Juice and Thunder Liger. But it's just a way for him to kind of get all of his... Like, it's a retrospective of his career. It's kind of what this match is about. It's also about respect. And what I mean is that S- Suzuki wins. And he wins convincingly. And he beats the fucking shit out of Liger... And at the end of this, he's about to kill him with a chair. But instead, he does the deepest bow you can do, which is the greatest show of respect in um, in Japan. And by the yep. way, I love the bow as a like, instead of a handshake, handshakes bullshit, bow is way better. And I wish that we would do that in America because I think it's awesome. So he gives the deep bow. And we have not talked about this before because it hasn't come up on the show yet because people can't speak the crowds can't speak but there's something yeah. that happened in a new japan match and it's not people that when they first start watching new japan they think oh the crowd's dead but then they hear this "ooh," and that's the crowd popping huge in new japan yes they they will cheer and stuff like that but the "ooh" is kind of like the the um you know best kind of thing you know and so that's what happens. You see, yeah. uh, you know Suzuki do that bow, and that's the biggest ooh I've ever heard out of a crowd, and it's just amazing, and uh, it's it's a spectacle, and it's incredible. And um, Luke, I'm really mad at you, boy, by the way, right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at you when we get done uh, with this recording because you just spoiled a hilarious joke of mine on Twitter. So, <laughs> oh, the so good, done, <laughs> you bastard.
0: I had people work. Um, but uh, but anyway, what would you think, Lou? All right. <laughs> this feud was fucking cool as shit because it also allowed Jushin Thunder Liger to pretty much do all of his greatest hits one last time. So this feud was long. They they drew it out and they built this match up for ages. And yes, Keishin Liger came out. He comes out as like battle Liger for the match because uh, that's that's something that he did for um, on some occasions when there was like big stakes and, or something like that. So yeah, I I really, really did like that. He had a feud where he got to like, uh, yeah, do, do, do all of his greatest hits. I love the start with both, both men trying to test each other out and shit. And the story here is just so amazing and it's emotional and Liger. He just gives Suzuki everything he has, but, Gotch-style pole driver, and yeah, Suzuki wins. I I love the ending. I love the... like There aren't many people you could say Minaro Suzuki respects. At least that Minaro Suzuki, the character, you know. Mm -hmm. There aren't many people that that character respects. So, for him to bow to Liger at the end of that match was fucking awesome. Yeah, I love this match.
1: He's about to cry. I mean, Suzuki's about to cry, too, in like you know respect. And, and he has to take a deep breath before he does that bow. And it's pretty amazing. It makes me want to cry just talking about it. I love it.
0: For a second there, I thought this was the match where Tanner cries, but Tana cries later. Uh, yeah, it? at the actual ceremony, yeah, which is
1: that yeah. famous picture of Tanahashi crying, which yep. is really funny and sad and adorable all at the same time. So, oh, hell yeah. Well... <laughs> Well Luke, what? I mean, goddamn, you have a good one this week. What is your recommendation for this week, my friend?
0: Oh, uh, dude. Look. I I didn't quite have time to pre-watch a lot of matches, so I was like, oh fuck, what do I choose then? I just like I was busy this week. What do I do? I'm like, you know what? I'll just choose something that I've seen before that I know is just fucking classic and it, or, it also Deserves to be brought up now because we're getting close to the G1. Yes, it's a G1 match. And also because it involves the king of pro wrestling, (laughs) Toriyanu. So it's from the 2017 G1, uh, which is the G1 Climax 27. Took place on July 25th at Fukushima. It's Toriyanu versus Kenny Omega. Uh, I, yeah, you told me that they wrestled at the previous G1, and I know they also wrestle at the next G1 as well. But this is the first time I saw Toriyano and Kenny Omega, and I think I, at this point I, I'm pretty sure I liked Toriyano. But this is the match right here that made me fall in love with Toriyano. It is fucking awesome. It's hilarious. It also made me like Kenny Omega a little more because you see him as this uh, super serious. Uh, guy who has long matches, long awesome matches, you know that kind of stuff. But you see a different side of him. You see uh, that hey, this guy can uh, dial it dial it back. He can have fun. He can be a goofball too. And uh, I know the G one's is super serious thing and stuff. But sometimes you need you need Yano in the G one. He he does provide some some sort of relief through all the intensity that happens. So yeah, I love this match. I hope everyone uh, listening, if you haven't seen this match, I hope you watch it and you love it too. Or if you have seen it, that you've got a big smile on your face too because you remember some of the fucking cool spots that they do in this match. Yeah, that's my pick. Uh, What about you, Mr. Andy? What do you got?
1: Well, one real quick thing. I just got to say, if you have time, don't just watch that match, watch all three of them because they have three, you know, I mean, unless you're going to, unless we're going to recommend those in the future or something like that, but they have, Omega and the King of Pro Wrestling, Yano, have three matches in three consecutive years in the G1. It's the only singles matches they've had, and they are amazing, and they get progressively more out of control ridiculous. So it's awesome. Um, My recommendation for this week is uh, it's two guys that we haven't really recommended anything yet, I don't think. And so I just wanted to throw this match in here because it's just one that I really love. It's uh, Bushi versus Tetsuya Naito at Dominion. Um, and it's 2019, and it is, uh, I think, uh, September 6th. So it was last year around this time. Actually, a year ago today. Is uh, this Check, tomorrow, your, ma- or check whatever. your Neck, the match? That's what is I was going to say. So yeah. uh, the reason why I want people to watch this is because this is one of those matches where Twitter blows up with, what the hell? These guys are going to hurt each other. They can't wrestle anymore. I don't want to see them. everybody whining. Because two of the best wrestlers in the world know how to fucking sell. You want to see selling? I mean, you ever, yeah. you ever watch like... Oh, yeah. You ever watch like um uh Sasha Banks take like a, a an apron move? And you're like, she's fucking dead. You know, that's this whole match is what this is. is these guys yeah. just bumping like maniacs. And it is... They tend to do a lot of these crazy apron moves where their necks landing all awkwardly. Now, this is... Abushi had not been back that long from the broken neck. I mean, he only be back like a year or so from the broken neck. So this is really scary match at the time, and this is some of my favorite chip ever in uh, in New Japan. I love the super scary, out of control wrestling matches like this, and it's it's also something that I really love about New Japan is it is intensely violent without any blood. There's no blood yeah. in this match. There's no, you know, there's no weapons. It's just fucking intense violence between these two guys that just want to kill each other. It's awesome. I love it. I can't wait to uh, talk about it next week.
0: Yeah. Uh, in fact, they had a few matches in 2019 that were, if I recall, that were all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like, yeah, like you'll be you'll be watching it and rubbing your own neck, going, oh shit, okay. Yeah, it, it it looks scary. Though this match looks from what I remember of it, it looks it's it's scary, but you'll be on the edge of your seat. Scary in a good way because Ibushi and Naito are freaking pros, man. They know how to make it look really good. You know, they know how to make what they're doing looks look like they're killing each other and going to break each other's necks. It's they're pros, man. And it's two pros telling a fucking Awesome story of uh one upmanship about necks and shit. So yeah.
1: <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. Luke, man, we we did it. I this is actually we went way longer than I ever thought we could about just two shows of this week, real quick. Oh, and, there were a few sides I, there, I, but I, yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, uh <laughs> well, we got got anything else?
0: Are we ready to wrap it up here? I think uh yeah, let's wrap it up. Oh, okay. DM for some stickers or magnets and shit. like. Come on. Yeah. Don't, they're awesome. Uh, they're, they're free. Uh, How many people? Like, no, screw it. Uh, If you're one of, like, what? I'll, I'll do two. That's it. If you're one of two people, sorry, Wato, Mr. Wato is disqualified. Um, oh, come on, man. That ain't cool. Hey, I thought you were on mute. Shut up. Uh, only because he won last week and, uh, you know, we've got to let people, ha- other people, have a chance. But uh, I have it on the on good information that. Uh... Oh wait, what was that, Tanner? You want to, you want to speak? Yeah, oh, yeah, mate. Look, I've, I've written it down. I'll, I'll try to remember. Uh, I want one of them. I want one of them magnets, mate. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll endeavour to DM you guys, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll remember this week, You know. So, yeah. It's it's so great to have Tanahashi
1: on the show, man. It oh, is just, I mean, I, I thought having Master Water on was a big deal, but Tanahashi, <laughs> I mean, goddamn, it's awesome. I love it. I mean, we well, can right. always
0: trust him. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. There's this awesome uh, thing that was on Tanahashi's Twitter. Someone sent it to him, and it's like Tanahashi in space, high-five-flowing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty <good. laughs> all right we're done we're done here yeah
1: uh, well we can trust these guys to be awesome and uh what else
0: well in gato we trust
1: that's right never spoke